0: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
1: AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, a little bit after 4 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. Had quite a day today. Cloudy, windy, rain early, maybe a little more. Eventually down to 33 tonight. Still kind of cloudy tomorrow. Yeah, have some sunshine, windy, a uh, high again of 52. Sunday warming up to maybe 57. Sunny for a good part of the day. Some clouds and windy, but not quite as much as today or tomorrow. Flyers big win last night, 3-1 over Chicago. Carter Hart with 40 saves. They're five points out of the playoffs, eight games to go. They're uh, still in the mix for the playoffs, but it's going to be gonna be tough. they got to keep going one game at a time. They're home tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, against the Islanders. Sixers are at Atlanta tomorrow night, 7.30. Phillies with a win yesterday in spring training, 13-6 over Toronto. Bryce Harper, a couple of home runs. They play this evening, 6.35, against the Yankees. Next week on Thursday, they open up the regular season. And Villanova with a first-round win in March Madness as they continue on in the tournament. Uh, not that this is a local team, but I was bummed that Syracuse lost in the first round. That's where my dad went to college, and I always enjoy watching them play. And they always seem to you know, surprise people. Or a lot of years they do, or go beyond their means. And this year, not the case. But anyhow, um, today our famous Friday show in full effect, and we're gonna just have fun today. We have some uh, energetic songs to to help you wind down, or you know, get, get, wind the week down itself. And uh, we also have our pun segment. We have some. Uh, giveaways to do. But before we do any of that, I just kind of want to get on the same page with my producer, Joe, who's the hardest working producer in Philadelphia between four and five. If you paid any attention to this program, in the last six or seven months, because Joe was out yesterday. By the way, don't do that again because it's a lot harder when you're not here. I have to do everything, you know? So, um, <laughs> for example, if you weren't here today, I couldn't have had, can do the pun segment. But now that you're back, it's, I was kind of worried. It'd be, it wouldn't be as fun if I'm grading my own. Yeah, so you're ready, aren't you? You've got all the buttons ready. All right, well, yesterday, though, I did manage to have, without your help, but I managed to have several guests on the program, and one of them was Phil Robertson, who has, you know, from Duck Dynasty fame, and he has a new book out called The Theft of America's Soul. And I just want to give you, Joe, um, a, a little taste of what you missed. And this is an example of what If uh, someone was not listening yesterday, what you similarly would have missed, uh, I'll give you two clips here. The first one had to do with the fact that uh, this book, by the way, as a parenthesis, was written not from a position of uh, condemnation or yelling. Uh, Phil Robertson can be very direct, but there's a lot of compassion, actually. If you read the book, uh, what he's sharing just comes out of—and he does this in the book. He's very open. He shares about a lot of his problems, a lot of his running from God— And so it's just kind of, uh, you know, done in that spirit. Uh, But there was, in fact, most of the years when he was running from God, he says a lot of people weren't really going after him or chasing him, so to speak. But there was one pastor who was bold enough to just kind of walk into his life and talk with him uh, in his late teens, early 20s. And he had a diagram and a napkin that kind of explained the gospel. So this little clip is just Phil Robertson yesterday on the program uh, sharing about the diagram and just kind of the, the basic gospel message.
2: Yeah, what he did was he drew the gospel out. It's kind of how I mentioned it in the book that that's what I did with uh, our current president Donald J. Trump. Uh, he drew it in hieroglyphic form, an hour coming out of heaven, God becoming flesh, 2019 years ago. Our calendar documents that event, by the way. And someone says, well, what were all the years before Jesus got here? I said, you call those years all the years before Jesus got here. (laughs) So he dies on a cross for the sins of the world and is buried like we will be one day. We'll all be buried. And three days later, he solves their second problem, physical death, by his resurrection. Goes back into heaven. He's there 24-7 interceding for us. Meaning not counting any sin against us if we just trust him if we're honest with him confess our sins So I'm thinking let's see now. He dies on a cross that delivers me from Satan and sin and the guilt of it all And he delivers me from a law of works that i never kept no one else has either except him and Finally he delivers us from the grave I'm looking at it thinking do any of y'all have a better story? Life and immortality is what you receive from that. <laughs> so far, I've had no one to top that story.
1: That's Phil Robertson on the show yesterday. And then Joe, in your honor, after a very you know serious, and although good conversation with Phil, I remember when we had him on just prior to Christmas with Miss K. How you know our time was over, and you had a question like, "I really wish I knew the answer to the following."
2: You mean? I mean, where did I start when I first said I'm going to build the greatest duck call there is? That's it. What I did was, uh, it's like playing piano by ear. In other words, I would hear these mallards and hear pintails and hear teal and hear gadwall and hear wood ducks. I would hear the sounds they were making, and I had that sound in my head. Well, I sat down and I said, all I want to do here is make sure whatever i build sounds like what i'm hearing so one after the other i came up with a mallard drake duck call no one had ever done that a wood duck call no one had ever done that these are these are squealer they call them yeah and so and then i came up with the blue wing teal and the and the gadwall i came up with all those different kinds of calls that didn't even exist before i came along so i ended up with a body of work, and it it took me about 35 or 40 years. I looked up one day, and the Lord blessed me mightily over those duck calls. All it it ever was, I think I can build a better-sounding duck call that sounds more like a duck than all the rest of them. (laughs) And I trusted in God Almighty capitalism, and away I went.
1: (laughs) Uh, That was Phil Robertson on the show, Joe, yesterday, because after we had him on December, you said, what about the duck calls? Talk about the duck calls. We never got that in. so, of course, the whole uh, premise of the show built around their business and a lot of other things related to the Robertson family. So that was yesterday. Joe, now that he's back in in the office here, was able to put the podcast up. So if you went to listen last night, it wasn't there. It's because I don't know how to do it. But Joe does. That's why we pay him what we do. And it's up there now. So you and Joe, you can listen to it yourself. That's a little snippet of Phil Robertson of Duck Dynasty, who was on the program yesterday talking about his new book, The Theft of America's Soul. And uh, as we go into a break here, just got a text message from Phil Joel of the Newsboys. We were communicating to see if he'd have a chance to come on the show. They're rehearsing for a tour. He's like, yeah, I just got off the stage. I'll give a call in a little bit. So we're looking forward to having Phil Joel of the Newsboys on. We have a big contest with Newsboys going on on our homepage. Check it out. We'll get you more details. WFIL.com in the meantime for that. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. WFIL.com.
0: Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at wfil.com. Who is it this time? Commissioner, Joker, Egghead, Riddler, King Tut? The Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.
1: 60 WFIL, the classic Newsboys song. I'm not ashamed. They've had dozens of hits over the years. That's one of many. And we are looking forward to bringing Phil Joel of Newsboys on in just a moment. We're getting them on the line. And as uh, we make that connection, just want to let you know, among many things going on at WFIL.com, we have a contest going. Uh, we just call it Nug. Around here, the Newsboys United Greatness Giveaway. If you've ever seen the Newsboys in concert, you know, they put on a wonderful show and they're going to be doing a tour. And uh, one of the stops they're making is in Chicago. And we are uh, giving away a trip for two to that uh, to that adventure, if you will. Includes a VIP meet and greet backstage. There's airfare involved and. uh, Other things, too, like, you know, hotel, food and all that stuff, plus the chance to meet the world famous. Phil Joel. What could a person ask for more than that? Hey, my friend. How you doing? Well, hey. <laughs> How are you, man? Good. I'm just explaining. I don't know if I told you, but our station is, is involved in a big giveaway. It's called the Newsboys United Greatness Giveaway. We call it NUG for short. And it <laughs> involves seeing you guys in Chicago. So, Yeah. Pumped. So, I love Chicago. Probably one of my favorite cities.
3: And uh, so, yeah. for a good night
1: yeah so tell us about the tour a little bit um you know what you're you were just called in because you were rehearsing right you were kind enough to hop off stage and pick up the phone and call us so what yeah we just got just got
3: done rehearsing and uh just dialing in what it is we're going to be doing on the tour honestly um you know because it's it's a little different and we've got a new record which is really exciting so uh yeah it's just getting in there and figuring out all right who's going to sing which part and and now we've got now we've got two guitar players cuz peter peter is playing guitar as well and then of course he's singing and i'm singing and jody will sing and michael of course with his voice so we have to sort of dial in you know who's going to sing what and play play what not but it's um you yeah, it's fun it makes us all feel like teenagers <laughs>
1: that's great and you know i've been sharing just to let people know if they're not sure i mean the the kind of the, the lineup that's been happening for a while now uh, michael Tate, you know formerly of dc talk Duncan, uh, Phillips, Jody Davis, Jeff Frankenstein, uh, but the, and you were in the band for many years, but uh, not more recently. And Peter Furler, same story for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. And now, the, I guess, all of you are together. Is that the the concept of? Uh, and tell us about how Newsboys United came together as a as an idea.
3: Sure. Yeah. Um, well, you pretty much got it. Yes. Yeah, it's called Newsboys United, and uh, yeah, the idea, I guess, came about. I mean, Peter. Uh, uh, got, Ended up in the studio helping the guys out with a, with a song called, uh, uh, The Final Word, The Cross is the Final Word, that song. Yeah. And, um, he sung on the, on, on the, on the record and, and anyway, it just went so well that everyone sort of thought, you know what, why don't we, why don't we get, um, Phil, uh, Peter and, and Phil, you know, um, back with the guys and let's do it. let's do a tour. Let's do a spring tour and we'll play some of the old era songs, you know, like Shine and Breakfast and, you know, I Am Free and who knows what. And um, and we'll uh, see how that goes. Anyway, it went so well and we've had so much fun. We're like, we like all ended up in the studio, and uh, all six of us, and recorded a brand new Newsboys record It's called Newsboys United. And um, it's just kind of, it's been one of these weird things, you know, that none of us really saw coming, but it's been really fun. People have really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, we've continued. So a year and a half on, we're still touring together, which is pretty exciting.
1: Phil Joel of uh, well, is, so is it appropriate to say Phil Joel of the Newsboys at this point, or how do we? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean,
3: and the thing is, anyway, Tim. You know this. I mean, it's, you know, once a newsboy, always a newsboy. I, you know, I got, I joined joined the band. I came here in in the early '90s from New Zealand with Newsboys, and you know, met my wife over here, and you know. It's kind of all of our stories you know we once we joined the band we you know, uh, and began touring you know we met you know wives and we've all had families and so it's um, we kind of grew up in the band so we all identify as being nude boys you know one way or another
1: so yeah so yeah. yes it is appropriate if you can hang on one second we're just going to take a very short break we'll come right back and we want to talk about uh, wrap up the tour conversation and shift over to the book that you have coming out in just a few weeks Is that good for you? Right. (laughs) All right. Sounds good to me. Back in just a moment with Phil Joel of the Newsboys. In just a moment, Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560
0: WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
1: 424 it's Tim DeMoss show am 560wfi WFIL.com. very uh, glad to have Phil Joel of the newsboys and of uh, other musical endeavors including Zealand worship we've played the song Good Good Father and uh, others and uh, appreciate who you are as a godly man I, I appreciate your friendship over the years Phil before I forget it. I want to make sure I say that and uh, and we're excited to be yeah yeah
3: we've known each other a long time Tim. it's I true. Know. How many years exactly? Probably something, <laughs> at least 20 years.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and people Ooh. should know, um, the times, I used to travel to Nashville and do broadcasts from there, too, kind of in everybody else's backyard, rather than have people come up this way or call in, necessarily. And you were always a very faithful guest. You, you made the effort to come over and, and be on the air and very candid. and uh and shared, uh, you know. Oh, it was like, you home. always
3: had good, you had good coffee, man." So, you know, <laughs> I couldn't
1: refuse. Ah, okay. Well, I'm glad that it worked out as well. That was part of the equation. But hey, I, <laughs> I'm sipping one right now. So, uh, so the news for those just tuning in, the Newsboys United Greatness Giveaway is on our website, right in the homepage. If you want to have a chance to go to see the Newsboys in the Chicago area, they're going to be there uh, about three or four weeks from now. And their concert features two tickets, a VIP meet and greet backstage, airfare, two nights hotel, meals, and uh, you, you know, win their United CD and T-shirt and all kinds of stuff. So get yourself entered. And if you actually share that with other people, you can get bonus entries into the contest. So uh, Phil, just shared the, you guys sharing, how much more time before you kind of have to hit the road with that and know exactly what you're doing? You were mentioning before the break how you're, you guys are just discussing amongst yourselves who's playing what and how we're doing what.
3: Yeah, well, we're finishing up Winter Jam right now, and um, that's been a fantastic tour. And uh, so tonight I'm in North Carolina, and um, so we have another seven shows on this tour, and then we have a couple of weeks off, which is very nice. And then we'll, then we'll be out out and about again, and we'll uh, and you know Chicago, as you mentioned, is one of our stops. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, it's shaping up to be somewhat busy this year, but it's um exciting. It's really exciting. This new record is fantastic, and Peter Furler produced it and did a great job. So it's got old school Newsboys flavorings, but you know you've got new era, of course, there with Michael and just the way the guys have been doing things lately. And it's, so it's um, it's a really a really cool record. Yeah.
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, and something else that's exciting, which we picked up on uh, when we were talking uh, last fall. You actually gave a little tease at the end of our chat. Uh, when you were on originally, just to kind of catch up. And and, uh, I think you were doing a show kind of in the area in December. So um, in any case, at the time, you gave a tease about a book you were working on, Redwoods and Whales, you revealed the title during our conversation. So it's Uh almost here. Talk about Redwoods and Whales a little more fully, if you can, just to give us some more idea of where where it came from and and what it's about. Well, I'm really
3: excited. You know, I didn't didn't sit about to write a book, um, but – I slipped and I did, you know. I don't know what happened. But um, you know, I, I spent a bunch of years in Newsboys, of course, and then at a certain point I really felt the Lord say, Okay, it's time to step away from that, step off that platform, slow down a little bit and focus on raising your babies. And um and also I had different ministry opportunities for you. I just felt that and I didn't know what that meant. I knew it was gonna mean a little more hands hands on, a little more sort of, you know, boots on the ground kind of thing as opposed to being up on stage and just doing an hour a night of, you know, music and flash and whatnot. I, 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 I knew there was going to be more. And so anyway, I ended up basically in front of teenagers, you know, just, I just, the calls came in and people wanted me to come to the youth conferences and youth events and, um, sing and minister and share and do what I do. And I just fell in love with this next generation, this crew coming, coming through. And, um, they're amazing. They just hold this incredible energy and incredible potential. But at the same time, they're the most medicated, depressed, and suicidal bunch we've ever come across. Yeah. Which I don't mean to laugh at that, because no, but, you know that's right. obviously horrible. But dichotomy there, right, right? Right. Yeah. And um, but they they don't need to be Tim. You know, they they don't need to be. So anyway, I um, I, I had an experience up in Northern California one one evening. I had a, uh, a couple of days off on a tour that we were doing. And um, I was I I rented a car and and headed up the coast there to to a place that I really love, and uh, I was walking along the beach fairly late at night, about ten thirty at night, and uh, I went to walk around a whole bunch of rocks, and instead of these being rocks, as I was about to climb over them, I realised this is not (laughs) these are not rocks. This is a whale. This is a whale. Excuse me. And um, yeah, which doesn't happen too often, Tim. You know, I don't know if it happens in your neighbourhood, but it doesn't happen in mine. Yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, so, you know, I, it, it just knocked me back. You know, I'm like, what on earth? This is crazy. And, and it had died. It it, had, it wasn't alive anymore. And, um, the, the reality was this whale, you know, it's supposed to migrate from Alaska down the coast to Mexico. And, you know, they hit down there in their family groups, their pods and, you know, and, um, but something happens and something happened to this whale where he got his, his eyes off where he was meant to be going, and he got distracted, and he ended up getting disoriented, and ended up on a beach, breathing shallow, and then dying slowly. You know, and I, and it's a horrible metaphor, but it's kind of it's 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 how a lot of people are living, where I feel like we we a lot of people have really got off course, and um, become disoriented and uh, breathing shallow. So anyway, yeah. the next day I drove up the coast, and I ended up in the redwoods. And I was driving along this road and there was a river alongside the road and there were these beautiful redwood trees growing between me and the, and the river. You know, the road, the trees, the river, and it was just a fantastic scene, you know, where these trees, their roots were running deep, growing, growing, they're growing together, drinking deep from the river and they were green and it was God's, it was, honestly, it was like a biblical sort of, you know, display of, of God's idea and vision for our lives. It's, we find it in Jeremiah seventeen, seven and eight, which talks about how blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in Him. He'll be like be like a tree planted by the river, with his roots running deep. And he won't get dry. He won't be anxious, but rather he'll his leaves will get greener, and he'll bear fruit. And I love those verses. And to me, that's that's God's vision for our life. That's the vision He casts as we trust Him, as we walk with Him. We'll get fresher and greener, and we'll bear fruit no matter what happens. So, anyway, I just I wrote down that story, the story of of this encounter with a whale on the beach, and then this next day, being in the redwoods and just feeling, wow, this is correct, this is how it's meant to be, as opposed to what I saw the night before. So I wrote that down, and then I just kept writing, (laughs) and you know, kind of it was like a connect the dots painting. And um, before I know it, before I knew it, I'd written the book. And um, you know, it took me a number of months, but I just kept, I just felt to keep writing and sort of address some of the tough things that our students, our young people are kind of dealing with, you know, the social media, sort of the social mediaized nation, you know, or or, or culture we're living in and the the over-sexualized culture we're living in and and the the suicide thing that is just prevalent. So I I, uh, sort of tackle some of those things in the book and and hopefully give some, some hope and some biblical direction as to what, you know, how God wants us to move away from those things and get back into the flow of, of where he wants us to be. So I know that was a long sort of (laughs) explanation of what I've done here, but Redwoods and Wales is the name of the book and it comes out in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's plenty. Uh, You could, you could talk. I I like listening and and understanding and learning. And uh, yeah, well, I'm so
3: excited about it, Tim. I mean, I, you know, me and you have talked about records that I've, I've made and been a part of over the years. And I love it when we have new records coming out, like we've got one coming out soon here with newsboys, Um, but this book, there's something about it. I just want to get it into everybody's hands, especially every student in America. You know, I've written it in a way that it's very easy to read. It's not a massive book. It's pretty small, to be honest, but it's, it's, I feel like it's kind of power packed with truth. And that's really, you know, that's the deal. We've got to get our heads in the game. And that game is the game of truth and understanding who God is and who he says we are. Because if we don't, if we don't understand that God sees us, gets us, and really loves us, then we're going to look for that stuff in other places, and that's what social media promises. It says, "Hey, if you get out here and you post the right stuff, you know the world will see you, the world will, the world will get you, and will actually like you." But it's never enough, and, and it just isn't. And so, anyway, I'm, I, I'm really excited about it. I just can't wait for it to get out there and, and hopefully get into people's eyes and, and get into their
1: hearts,
0: you know? Absolutely.
1: Phil Joel of, uh, newsboys with us uh, on the Tim DeMoss show, uh, a quick forecast check. We're going down to 33 tonight, 52, the high tomorrow, 57 Sunday should be kind of cloudy with some sunny breaks over, uh, off and on over the weekend. We had a really soggy day today, Phil, and, uh, very, wind very windy, you know, trash can lid, small children flying around. And, uh, so, <laughs> so now it's, uh, settling down a little bit, but it's still supposed to be kind of interesting over the weekend. Uh, in any case, so, um, yeah, and so just so people know, uh, oh, by the way, so Flyers won last night. Just a quick sports thing too. Sixers played Atlanta tomorrow. Phillies won; they play the Yankees tonight, and uh, six thirty-five in Villanova and college hoops. Play uh, won their first game in the March Madness thing. Are, you, are any of the guys in the band into the different sports or the college hoops thing? Or? Um, well, yeah, my um, my my wife went to KU,
3: which is in Kansas, and so they you know they've got a pretty a super strong basketball program. So, oh yeah. We always get excited if they make, you know if they make the final four.
1: Yeah. I don't okay. know
3: where they are right now. I should be paying attention.
1: <laughs> we won't tell anybody. Uh nah, you know. Phil's book, A Redwoods and Wales, I just want people to know um, I've shared this before, but I'd like to share it too. Part of the over the years that I've known you, one of the things that um I think people will will help them understand your um heart or direction with this book also is when I did those trips in Nashville, you would share sometimes on the air. I remember one time you talked about being in Newsboys and uh, being very candid. Like, well, people figure I'm in a band that's uh, well known, and we're singing about the Lord, so it's easier perhaps to slip by everybody because they assume everything's fine. And accountability wise, or let me not go don't go to mm-hmm. church for a week or two or three. No one's checking on me necessarily. Uh, and and just a desire to part of your story was to really chase after God more intentionally. Um, there's something you know you oh, do yeah. deliberate people and all that so uh and and yeah. um with that the version of zealand worship which is you know the other band that you've done a lot with had a, had that version of good good father where if people watch the version of good good father the video of it, it the song is a celebration uh and I can tell yeah. I, you know when I watch the video it, it's a it's a faster version than the the Chris tomlin version and there are other versions too that's all fine but the version that you mm-hmm. did with Zealand Worship was very celebratory. It's almost like a movie score. And so I just want people to yeah. know that the heart of it from what I gathered when I watched that video of Good, Good Father and I showed it to my family. I said, this is the Phil Joel that I've known over the years because it feels like you really know God loves you and he celebrates oh. and, 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 uh, over you and uh, loves you that much that you can rejoice and you're not fearful uh, of him or huh. in, in the wrong way you know what i mean so uh we should obviously oh, be I like home.
3: that you know well i like that and, I, and, I, and it makes it so great that you actually say that you know i just even in my time with the lord this morning and you know, even out here on the road you know i always try and get up and just get a little cup of coffee get away and get in the corner of the bus and open up my bible and open up my heart and try and spend time with the lord every day and just start that way. I mean it's that that practice alone has just changed my existence here on planet Earth, you know. Mm. It really has. Just working on building my relationship with the Lord, just every morning just opening my heart and saying, Hey Lord, here I am, you know. How you doing? Let's 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 commune, let's be together, let's talk, show me what you need to show me and this morning, so this as it relates to what you're saying, I mean I really just felt the Lord say, Hey, just let me let me love you today. Just let me love you. Don't don't strive, don't you know, just sometimes we have to learn how to just relax and be loved. Let God just love you. We we get caught up in performance, we get caught up in right and wrong and you know, our 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 checklist of, you know, have I been a good boy in the last little while or or do I need you know yeah. and that's not what it's about. You know, God's just saying, Look, let me love you. Try to you know, walk in that, experience that, and let your behavior you know, let that dictate your behavior as opposed to you feeling like if I'm behaving correctly or thinking correctly, then, you know, I'm thinking the right things, then then God will love me. He just loves you. He just thinks you're fantastic. You know, we're fearfully, wonderfully made. That's just the bottom line. He knows each of us intricately and just thinks we're fantastic. He really does. And he wants us to experience that. That changes everything. It really does, to him, you know, it's a lifetime of learning, learning that, I think, because we you know we want affirmation, we want to be seen, we want to be understood from people um but the reality is God says, "Get that from me first, let me know let, uh, I want you to know that I see you, I get you as intricate and as crazy as you might be, and I actually like you. I really like you. that's what God wants to communicate to us, and I believe that's what Jesus wanted to communicate and oh there were many things I believe he was communicating when he walked the earth, but and I believe he still wants to communicate this to us. But I just think, I just think, as I read Scripture, as I read the account of Jesus on Earth, thousands of people got around him. When you know, they just flocked to him because I believe that that he made them feel just that seen, understood, and loved, and it made them feel like themselves, and they could rest in that. And that's honestly the core message in this book, Redwoods and Wales, that I've written. So. Um, yeah, there's more. There's more to this. There's a lot more to it, but it's a lifetime of learning, I think.
1: Amen. Well, thank you for being gracious to call in, too. I uh, had on my radar to check back in with you nearing the book release date, which is April – is it – I'm thinking it was the first week of April? April
3: 16th, 16th. I believe. But, I mean, you know what? My publisher has been actually kind enough to, to allow me to give away the first five chapters, which, you know, if you want to get a flavor of what I'm writing and where it's going and whether it's something you – you know what? Obviously, want to read or give to someone else. Oh, okay. Um, you can. I can email it to you. I can email it to your listeners too. So, if you, but you have to text. You have to text the word book, which is very clever. Okay. Uh, to 82149. eight two one four So the phone number is eight two one four nine. Okay. So text. And then you the text word, the word
1: book. Book eight two one four nine. Okay. That'll be in our podcast <laughs> too, so people can listen later if they're driving and can't jot it down. Great.
3: Yeah, yeah. And let me let me send you the first five chapters and see what you think, and then you can you know I'd
1: love to. You, you can
3: pick it up when it comes out, or you can pre-order it, or whatever. But um, you know, and I and I'm just telling people, look, I I wish I could give them away, but you know, but but the deal is, get one and get another one for someone else because um, I love that. I love reading books with a friend. You know, and, <laughs> and I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily in a book club, but. You know, like if me and you Tim, we like, hey man, let's read the new Erwin McManus book together. Yeah, and you can compare notes, and it's just, um,
1: it's kind of helpful. That's excellent. And you got a show tonight, so I want to respect your time. And uh, but I'm glad that we could fit this in, both because we're giving away a trip to see the Newsboys in Chicago, and also because of the book coming out in a couple of weeks. So this is a great opportunity, a blessing from the Lord. I'll tell you, Phil. Every day, uh, I'm never really sure where the show's going to go. I mean, not every day, but a lot of days, I'm like, "Eh, (laughs) this might happen. This might happen. I've been talking to him. And then you just you text and say I can come on. So God does it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was rather
3: spontaneous, it wasn't it? Any time, man. I just love being on the show, and it's uh, yeah, it's, uh, you're you're a good man to know. I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, vice versa. God bless you, my friend. Have a wonderful evening in North Carolina. That's where the show is, or the the Winter Jam tour is. And then Chicago, here we come in a few weeks.
3: We'll see you soon. All Thanks, right, mate. my
1: friend. God bless you. It's Phil Joel of the Newsboys checking in this afternoon. Uh, just finished rehearsing for their Winter Jam tour, which is in North Carolina tonight, and then as part of the Newsboys' greatest, uh, the, the Newsboys United Greatness giveaway, they'll be in Chicago. We're giving away a trip for them—a trip for two, VIP meet and greet, backstage, airfare, hotel, meals. Details on our homepage at wfil.com. Brief break. Back in a moment to Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com.
4: Wake up, Philadelphia!
1: WFIL, WFIL.com, 445 on the Tim DeMoss Show. We are glad to go to the phones now and bring in from the Philadelphia Flyers. Here we go. Here we go. It's Brian Smith of the Flyers. We have the uh, Boyles playing, Brian. The Orange and the Black. Oh, okay. (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Brian is the manager of broadcasting and media services for the Flyers. He also hosts the intermission show for the Flyers' road games and at other times as well. Big win last night. You were in Chicago, where you not? Flyers over the Blackhawks 3-1. Yeah,
5: yeah, it was a good one. You know, it's a place where the Flyers, um, you know, they've handled the Blackhawks well over the years. Uh, the... You know, pesky exception to that one little playoff series a while back, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the United Center, they've done most of that at home. The United Center, they've lost, uh, I think, um, five of their last seven, I think, or something like that. So they were able to, to to get a win there for the first time in a couple of years, which was good. And you know, just uh, trying to see what they can do here to to keep things going as we head down the home stretch. Yeah, uh, they, they've gotten. Almost no help in terms of what's going on in other games, but last night was a, a good night for scoreboard watching. So you know, we'll see what these last few weeks have to hold.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Carter Hart with a nice night, so it looks like he's coming on strong. They're, I think, what, five points out of the playoff spot at the moment with eight games to go. So there's still time. What's the feeling around the team? you you've, uh, Have they taken a game at a time, as cliche as it sounds? It's really important, though.
5: Yeah, exactly. You know, It's just next, next man up, and that's kind of the way it's been for a while here. Um, you know, the the team has been kind of dealing with a, a flu bug that's been going around, so um that has, has shown up at a bad time obviously. Uh this is a, a stretch here where the team uh was playing uh a lot of games, you know, so it was gonna be tiring uh, even without that flu bug. But um you know, you go back to to March the fourteenth, so that was the first half of a back to back and then uh this weekend will be another back to back so in that uh 11 day span uh they will have played 7 times so uh you lot. know it's it's uh, a grueling run here but um you know it's uh you know everybody goes through it at at one point or another so it's just a matter of uh you know again like you said uh you know one game at a time and uh, trying to get things done and uh you know keep moving forward
1: Brian Smith's our guest. He's the manager of broadcasting and media services for the Philadelphia Flyers, also hosts intermission show for the Flyers road games and at other times. And there's one other aspect. Just want to check in with you about a really cool announcement from a day or two ago. Hopefully the Flyers do make the playoffs and they go for quite a while. And and the season, current season is is uh, on our radar. But later on this fall, just got the word that the Flyers are going to participate in the 2019 Global Series. Uh, Tell us what you know about that so far.
5: Well, it's going to be a two-game, um, two-game event, and then probably some other stuff. I would imagine is going to happen while they're, while the teams out there um, don't know any specifics or anything like that. But the, the two games that are scheduled that'll be the centerpiece uh, are uh, an exhibition game against HC uh, Lausanne, which is a uh, professional team in Switzerland's top league. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the Flyers actually will be. Um, I, I I guess I mean we have no details. We haven't uh, heard from the team or anything yet, but uh right. we do know that they are opening a new building uh this fall. Uh it's under construction right now. It's a brand new ten thousand seat building. Um the team has been playing in a a temporary building for the last couple of years. Uh and so this building is supposed to be done later this summer and they'll open it up and uh, you know, uh we're figuring that uh the flyers are gonna be part of the whole opening of this building which is kind of neat. Those teams uh you know their 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 season tends to run a little bit earlier than the NHL does. So they start a little earlier and a little or end a little earlier also. So yeah. we'll see where that all fits into the grand scheme of things. But um essentially what's gonna end up happening is the the Flyers will play um the last well not play, but they'll they'll spend the last week of their preseason in Switzerland. Uh they'll have a normal open to camp um sometime in the first uh, two weeks of September uh they'll play a bunch of exhibition games here um over 10 days or so and then uh they will um they'll they'll head out to Switzerland and then they'll uh play that game and then that game i believe is on the 30th i don't have in front of me yeah. but it's on the 30th and then yeah. uh, uh 4 days later the flyers will actually play a regular season game uh, against the Blackhawks in Prague, uh, at the O2 Arena in Prague, which is the capital of the Czech Republic. And the Flyers, of course, have, uh, a good Czech representation on their roster, um, with, uh, Jake Czech Radko Gudis, and Michael Neuber all hailing from there. So it'll be, uh, a, a, a huge treat for them. Flyers have actually been on TV in Europe quite a bit this year. The league had a new partnership with, um, uh, with, with some, uh, television networks over there. Uh, and you may have noticed some fans have noticed that, that are more tuned into these things that we've played on Saturdays at one o'clock a lot this year. Yes. And that is because of that, uh, that series because the one o'clock Saturday game starts in prime time in Europe. So, um, that's what we're doing tomorrow again. And that's kind of why that has been uh, taking place. So this is kind of going to be just an extension of, of that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty big deal. Uh, the, the flyers, believe it or not, in, uh, fifty two years have never been outside of North America. Um they of course had the uh the legendary win over the uh Soviet Red Army team in nineteen seventy six and yeah. they played a handful of teams
1: but all uh, here, right? Between
5: seventy six and ninety one, but they were all here. Yeah. Right? The spectrum, yeah. So uh so the Flyers themselves have never gone abroad for for anything. Um so it'll be uh pretty neat to, to, to see that happen for the first time
1: absolutely and before we, we hang up just you got to know do you I, i'm guessing you're going to be on the trip do you know if you'll be on the trip
5: i have no idea okay <laughs> i don't know it, it, it should be it'll be uh, it'll be interesting because um you know the, the preseason um is probably our busiest time of year just internally in terms of getting ready for the year and uh, you know you've got uh Five, six, seven different things going on uh, to, to get ready for your your home opener. So, right. um, you know, at least some of the some of the crews got to stay back here and get ready for that because the home opener probably is uh, uh, the week after the, the right. game in, in right. the Czech Republic. So, we'll see. I don't know. It would be it would be nice. But, Fresh up uh, on your fondue yeah,
1: skills, skills, if you
5: skills yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna follow, follow uh, Jake around and let him uh, order food for me and all that. We can-
1: <laughs> that sounds well. Yeah, he would know, obviously. I heard uh, yeah. I it's roast pork and cabbage or something as the national Czech dish. There's dumplings in there, and really, yeah. So uh, roast, I roast—I think it was huh. roast pork, cabbage, and dumplings. So Rose at least one. You know, maybe I can
5: handle. I might pass on the cabbage. Is that, <laughs> that broccoli
1: rava? Or... <laughs> I don't know, Brian. Thanks for taking time, <laughs> my friend. We're going to hit a break and wrap our show up here, but we appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to call in today.
5: Sure thing, Tim. Take
1: care. You too. It's Brian Smith, manager of broadcasting and media services for the Philadelphia Flyers. Also hosts intermission show for the Flyers Road Games and at other times. Short break. We have a giveaway to do. In fact, right now, give a call in if you'd like to win a Duncan or Wawa gift card. Your choice. 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. We'll make a winner as we head into our break here on AM 560 WFIL.
0: It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 4.56 with Tim DeMoss on the Tim DeMoss
1: Show. Just a heads up, this coming Monday... Jesus, His Life premieres on the History Channel. It's an eight-episode series, and uh, they're doing a couple each week for the next four weeks. An intimate 360-degree portrait of Jesus from eight different and intimate perspectives, including from the perspective of Joseph, John the Baptist, Mary, Caiaphas, Peter, Pontius Pilate, and others. It reveals Jesus' journey through a complex world of kings, politicians, reformers, and soldiers, and uh, we'll feature a diverse group of contributing scholars too and faith leaders and theologians check it out it's called the uh, Jesus His Life again it starts this coming Monday on the History Channel and uh, we actually had one of the folks associated with the film on the program a couple of days ago you can check out the podcast that at wfil.com but as we come down the home stretch of today it's time for now that's punny you ready joe Here we go. Joe, with great reflexes comes great response ability. Not bad. I don't know if you know this, Joe, but I went to college to be a math teacher. Problem is, I discovered I was afraid of negative numbers and I'd stop at nothing to avoid them. I'm glad you like that one. I bought myself a universal remote control last week. I thought to myself, this changes everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joe, so, uh, my landlord says he wants to talk with me about how high my heating bill has been this winter. I told him my door is always open. It's always open. Why are the heat? If I ever stopped uh, working at WFIL, cleaning mirrors is a job I could really see myself doing. (laughs) When the weather gets warmer, I plan on doing some golfing. And when I do golf, I just want you to know, Joe, I usually wear two pairs of pants in case they get a hole in one. (laughs) We have time for one more. I better tell you this. Somebody broke into our house last night and stole my limbo stick. How low can you get? <laughs> Polite golf clap. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll bring in uh, Jim Maxim next, Acts Four Thirteen 13 Ministries. He'll so lead in prayer. Lord Willem, we'll see you again on Monday.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.